Welcome to the Crazy Ike Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Teddy. No matter where you are, thanks for making this part of your day. Thanks for taking a listen. Follow me across all social media. Crazy Ike Fan, at Crazy Ike Fan on Twitter and on Instagram. Crazy Ike Fan Facebook page. Subscribe and rate the podcast, guys. Please, if you can take a few minutes to do that. Available on multiple platforms, wherever you get your podcast. All right, guys, so let's get started. It's, this is going to be a quick episode. I'm doing a lot of stuff off the cuff here. I didn't have a chance to take a lot of notes during the match yesterday, even though I was able to watch the match. So uh, first things first, man, it's it's very nice to watch this team play football. I mean, I, I probably said this in other podcasts, but it is like a joy to watch this team play football compared to the what we've been through the past few years and I, I can honestly say I'm trying to think back this morning while I was sitting here trying to get some notes together trying to listen to the, the reports uh from Greece on you know what other report what reporters thought and then um also to get some injury updates uh I was just sitting here thinking it's been a very long time since I've um <clears throat> since I've watched um this team plays such good football, and, and it's to actually be enjoyable. You know, as a fan, as an opado, we watch our football clubs. We were there through thick and thin. You know, we watch them through the ups and downs. We watch them. Normally, it's like, you know, the past few years, it's been, can we at least get a point in Volos, you know, um, which it shouldn't be that way for Ike. Uh, very entertaining football yesterday. I'm recording this Thursday morning. Uh, Mandelos was out for this match. So I'm going to go through just a few notes that I have. Like I said, this podcast is not going to be very long. I'm a a little bit away from home, you know, hanging out with family. I hope everyone had a good Christmas. Uh, Everybody be safe this weekend, New Year's weekend. Uh, Ike finishing up the calendar year with a win in Volos 4-0. So I'm just going to go through some things real quick. Um, let's start. Ike started off the scoring in the 16th minute after a nice corner kick by Pineda. Uh, the ball hovered kind of outside the box. And I forget which player it was. I want to say it was Jonsson that sent the ball back in. It took a bounce in the box. Araujo was able to one-time it with a cross. It found the head of Mitoglu. Mitoglu opens the scoring, former Volos player, uh, which just shows you how attack-minded this team is, that the center back stayed up that um, that far up. You figured, okay, the ball was heading outside of the box. The center back might rush back to get back on defense to maybe, you know, help prevent a counter. No, he was up there. And I have to say about Mitoglu from both a defensive perspective, he's looked very good the past couple of games. Again, it's no lie that I really like this player and I like to promote, especially Greek players, if if possible, and how well they're playing. Um, very good game both defensively, but he also has this. He also has this ability to to get up front and and kind of sometimes some of the headers that he scores. I mean, they're kind of uh, to put it in Greek, like Senator. Center for Risho, you know what I mean? Like uh, it, it, his his positioning inside the box, and this this was just a lovely cross by Araujo. I think he had two assists on the day. Uh, 
lovely, lovely cross. I mean, it, it, you know, he put it kind of where if someone got to the back of this ball, no matter who it was, even the center back like Mitoglu was going to put it away in the net. Uh, and it's always key against these teams to open up the scoring. Volos, a lot of people are saying they didn't look good this match, but for me, they they looked okay. You have to think, guys. They've had a complete overhaul of their of their team. I mean, you just look at the ex Volos players that Ike has. I mean, between Tom Van Wirt and then um, Mitoglu and Fernandez, who hasn't even come into this side yet, who I'm very excited to see about in the next match against uh, uh, Yanina on Tuesday. And then we go to the 30th minute. Uh, anyway, let me get back to that for a second. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, Volos, for me, played a decent game. They also did not lay down. I mean, yes, I feel like Volos are one of those teams that we see them in other leagues, kind of like, uh, who, do, who can I compare them to? If you watch Premier League, kind of like a Leeds United where they look like they can either score four goals goals per game, five goals per game, or, you know, they look like they could have one of those wild games where if the other team's defense is not that good, they would win a game, but they could win a game like 5-3 or 5-4. One of those teams that doesn't stop offensively. Um, Ike weren't in no real threat. Volos had a chance early. Uh, you know, Ike was just pressing and just hunting down for that first goal. And really, I mean, the first half finished 3-0, but it could have easily been 4-5-0. So let's move on here. Let's move on to the 30th minute. Ike was able to get a second goal. Uh, Garcia coming down that right side. He played kind of in a wing position in this match. In his uh, more what we consider more natural position, the position that we've seen him play the past few seasons, he was able to blow by like three guys with his speed and able to put the ball just inside the box. Pineda was left wide open with lots of space. And you know this guy, I mean, he if he gets a ball on target, it, 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 you're done. You're done. He's so accurate with, I feel like, where he wants to put the ball. He already knows where he's going to put it, like, before the ball can can hit his feet. I mean, the only way he's not scoring, especially having a wide-open goal like that, is if uh, he just mistimes it, mishits it, or a body gets in the way. So he was left wide open. He put it kind of not really upper 90, but almost upper 90. Uh, very hard hit shot, very hard for the keeper to stop. And then it was 2-0, but it was a lovely assist. Uh a lovely way for Levy Garcia to just blow by a couple of players and find Pineda in that wide open space. Lovely stuff by Ike. Um, then we get to the 35th minute. Tom Van Wirt also gets his name on the scoring. A nice assist by uh, by Araujo, his second of the day. Um, a great finish by Van Wirt. Um just a great goal. Of course, this is, what, his fourth goal in three matches. So he has really been lighting up the scoring. And I honestly don't know when we get back to full strength and start getting some of these players back if Levy Garcia is going to start at the 
center forward position. I mean, how do you right now? Tom Van Witt has been such a scoring machine that I don't know how you take him out of the out of the starting lineup. Um, so the half finishes three nothing. Um, I tweeted about this. For me, Volos made a mistake after the Pineda goal. They kind of pressed. They kind of really wanted to, to get one back, and they had a great opportunity. Um, their center forward was left wide open in the box. One of the few defensive blunders or defensive mistakes that I made all day. Uh, wide open opportunity, but the the ball was headed with no conviction in the in the box, so it went straight down Anastasiades. Anastasiades um, kind of had the day off, you know, really. I mean, not really much work for him to do. Uh, even when he was called on in a, in a couple of minutes, he he reacted very well. It, his, his presence and his calmness, I mean, this guy, you know, a couple of years ago, we were wanting to run him out of town, and then he goes last year to Sharif and develops. I mean, this is how bad Greek football has fallen, that this guy went to... Um, Oh my gosh, Moldova and developed in Moldova, developed playing in the Champions League with Sharif and came back and has taken, honestly, Stankovic's job away. A really fascinating story if you really think about it. Um, so, but Volos were pressing, trying to get a goal before halftime, trying to get back into this match. Uh, I tweeted that uh, this was a mistake by Volos. By the time I could even tweet about it, the Van, Van Witt goal happened. And then when it becomes 3-0, it becomes 3-0. I mean, that's game over. You know, at 2-0, if Volos could have scored there, they could have made things interesting, you know, and uh, could have really pressed Ike, put some pressure on them uh, to concede a second. But that didn't happen. Ike was able to get a third goal right before the half. And really, that's, I mean, that's all she wrote. The Volos players still tried, I feel like, in the second half to make a game of it. They were not laying down, and that's one thing you have to say. Despite there was, like, a heavy difference in quality, they didn't try to to lay down. They pushed forward, but it also caused a, a havoc at their back line. Ike had lots of opportunities for many more goals in the second half. Um, one thing I didn't like about this Volos team... Um, was how easily they fell in the box. There was a couple of instances where I'm sure, like, rival newspapers are going to write, you know, the old penalty. I could see right now Protafidis or Gavros or Prasini saying, oh, the old penalty, the Dothikanesto Volo. If you hear that, complete BS, if anyone's saying something like that. Both uh, times a Volo's player fell in the box, complete no foul. I mean, one time I remember specifically, the guy, the center forward for Volos, was kind of like leaning back on Mukudi and just and just fell back on him, and Mukudi threw his hands up. Yes, his hand was a little bit down towards the Volos player's jersey, but then, you know, he just kind of fell back on his own. And then one time, uh, Rota, off a free kick that was sent into Ike's box, just leaned back into a player and didn't even hit his face. And the guy fell down, grabbing his face like he was being murdered. I mean, I know this is part of the game, and I know, like, from a young age, you're trained to kind of trick the referee. I mean, listen, that's an un, it's an unwritten rule in, in in football that this happens. But nowadays, in the age of VAR, you know, this is where VAR can be deceiving and can be helpful. 
But in cases like this, I really feel like the second case with the Rota guy, there should have been a yellow card given there at most at the offensive player, uh, the attacking player for Volos. So let's move on from that. Garcia. So in the 65th minute, Amrabat and uh, Zuber make their debuts after, um, you know, after their injuries. It was nice to see them. And it was nice to see them come into a game like this where it was 3-0. The game was at hand. They could just play ball and get a game under their feet, you know, kind of get warmed up as a se- as their season continues. Um, they both played with a lot of Orixi, you know, a lot of hunger out there, a lot of um, passion. I feel like the whole team played with passion. I mean, to be honest, I don't think – for me, I haven't looked on social media yet to see who was ruled as MVP for this match – I, I think the whole team was the MVP for this match. Um, it was it was a great team effort. I mean, from the back line to everyone, I feel like there were not very many players that didn't play outstanding. Most players, the team just played great. Uh, but they were able to come on. You know, they looked like they were ready to go. It was nice for them, like I said, to come into a game like this where Jalara, you know, kind of get their feet warm. Um, they both looked pretty good. I'm about looked a little bit better than Zuber and I have to give it to Zuber. Like there's been so many times where he's kind of moved in that um, kind of made movements kind of like a uh, Pineda. And that's what uh, happened was Araujo gave him a pass into the box. And I've seen this a lot by Steven Zuber where he'll take a shot and it'll just be blocked. And one time, I just want to see the ball hit the target. And I'm not saying that to blame him. It just happens that a defender's always there to block his shot. I would like to see him take a nice shot. Finally, one of those shots to go through for him. I really want him to get a goal. I really want him to get going. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention here, you know, Amnabat was doing those runs on that right side. And he was actually, he got the, the last assist of the match. I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, where he was coming down the right side. Van Witt was uh, subbed off at this time, and Garcia moved into the center forward position. And Garcia, I mean, this guy, he's got some hops, to use a basketball term. The ball was uh, crossed into the box from Amanabad, I believe, and he just jumped higher than everybody, and you're not going to stop that. When he jumped so high and he put the ball where the keeper could not get to it. So Garcia gets an assist and a goal in this game. Uh, 4-0 was the final score. But let me go back to something I was going to say before. I really like the fact that, you know, and you guys have heard me over over this season talk about certain things. Uh, I really like to see how the team is working in training. They're not just trying to take the abilities that they do have and 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 put it and put it into the game or into practice uh they're also trying to develop abilities that they don't have and the manager seeing the same things that we're seeing obviously i'll give you guys an example of what i'm trying to say i saw rota take a shot again of course we've talked about this at nauseum there was a you know the play in the libacos game where he was wide open where if it, anyone else if the shot had been on target he could have scored a goal um, you know, his crossing ability has gotten so much better. I talked about that in the last podcast after the uh, the, la- the last night game. Um, 
But I saw him take a shot, and you could tell the guy has worked on this in training, and I like that. I like the fact the team doesn't only just work on their abilities or the coach just doesn't say, okay, this is what you're good at, do this, and don't work on the rest of your game. No, he took a very nice shot that honestly, if it would have hit the target, it probably would have been a very nice goal um, earlier in the match. But just seeing things like that during the entire match, seeing you know Araujo's passing getting better, um, Mitoglu really coming into his own, coming into this team, and him and Mukudi, you know, it could be the center back pairing of the future if they keep playing like this. I mean, uh, we know Vida, we don't know if he's going to, I think he signed for two years, but he is up there at age. Um, you know, uh, speaking of Mukudi, I really hope he came off towards the end of the match and that uh, Zavellas had to come in. Hopefully there's nothing major there. I listened to some Ike reports this morning and I tried to read some stuff online but I couldn't find anything definitive if maybe it was just like cramping or you know if there's like a minor injury problem uh, Mandalos of course if I didn't mention at the beginning of the podcast was out for this match um they said he should be back for the Yanana match and how exciting is this I mean we we still have so many freaking players this roster is so deep we've lost so many so many key players and this team just seems to keep rolling and they're rolling at a good time of the year. You know, of course, pre-World Cup, I talked about this. I talked about um, how the team was going to look when we when we come back after the World Cup break, that some teams might look different, you know, and, and that is true. Look at the look at how Pauk has been playing and look at how Panathinaikos has been playing. I mean, gosh, I really thought they were going to drop all three points. Sorry if um picking up some background noise here guys and i apologize for the last episode for having so much background noise we were getting ready for a trip and my family was packing the car at the time when i was recording the podcast i really thought the microphone was not gonna pick everything up but it kind of did and i hope the sound quality on this is good i'm actually recording it off on my phone i don't have my microphone and my laptop with me um Anyway, but beyond that, what I was saying is that uh, the quality of this team and and how they've come back after the World Cup break, and now that we're seeing like Panathinaikos are slipping and they're really going to be feeling the pressure. I mean, they just can't find the back of the net. It seems like now I haven't watched any of these matches. I started watching a little bit of their match against Ofi, but I mean, they were down to 10 men Ofi and still could not find the back of the net and Ofi was able to score on them so they're feeling the pressure and I'm sure that crowd at Lofotos probably got on their backs a little bit I'm sure now now we're gonna see if Panathinaikos can build this champion it has championship pedigree now we're gonna see what all these teams are made out of right uh Olympiacos had an impressive win against um Against Tripoli, who have seemed to be having their worst season in a very long time. Unfortunately for the for the Arcadians. But now we're going to see the difference is down to four points with the Derby looming. I really wish they didn't score that goal in the last minute of the game. I didn't see highlights. I was just like sitting by my phone just waiting. Ella, 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 ella. You know, just Fidixe. And then I saw, damn, that they scored in the 98th minute. Um, we're going to see what this Panathinaikos team is made out of now. We're going to see what is, it's, it's just gotten very interesting with 
them dropping points and us seeming like we're we're rolling on. Of course, we have a tough game in in Yananan. For me personally, and I've said this before, the games without fans can be very very tricky. Uh, but it's going to be very interesting if we can go into that weekend of if we can go into next weekend, the seventh, the eighth. The Derby match is on Sunday the eighth with this four point difference, or maybe even smaller if Panathinaikos can trip up again. It's gonna be probably early in the second half of this season, the derby of the season. Of course, the game is already sold out. They're gonna have to come to Philadelphia. And like I said, this Panathinaikos team over the next couple of games, now that their backs are against the wall, something that I wanted to see and something that I've been harping about since they've had this nice cushion, can they sustain it? Will they sustain it? Or will Ike take uh, take our game to the next level and keep rolling and just, you know, get ahead of them on the league table and then and not look back? I mean, hopefully that's the case. I'm not... Let me see if there's anything else I need to get to here. Um, I did love how the team, even when the game was at hand... How they they just kept attacking. They wanted to get more goals. They wanted to play. The team, you know, there were even a couple of instances in defense where we could have just laid down and said, you know, like, enough is enough. Like, whatever. You know, let them score, blah, 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 blah. But no, we, we want to keep that clean sheet. And the other thing is the big thing, guys. We were leaking goals so bad last year. I want to say statistically we have to be – uh, up there in the Greek Super League, I know we're we're probably the the number one team uh, offense attacking, uh, in the Super League. I know our defense has to be up there. I mean, this team, uh, kind of having you know to use that old cliche, bend but not break. Uh, teams still get some opportunities on us, but uh, it seems like that they can't score, which is great. Which is great for the confidence of the the players, the defense, the team as a whole. Um, but let's see what happens, guys. Very exciting, especially with Panathinaikos dropping points. Uh, um, I gotta let you guys go here. Um, hope everyone has a, I hope everyone had a great Christuyana, Kala Christuyana, Seolus, Kalesh Gortes, Kalichronyana Echome, Happy New Year, celebrate safely and wisely. Get a Dexana Pume next week, Forza Ekara, Opus Panda.